Hey, this is Rachel Bowen from Skid Row, and you are watching CMS TV. Yeah. Um, as far as the future, I, you know, I, we'll see where it goes. Oh, well, one thing I wanted to ask you about the old things is yeah. the uh, Hall of Notes. Hall of Notes, like, yeah, yeah. We, we, I don't know if you talked about it on the CMS or anything that about their breakup. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I mean, I got a little more information on it, which it, it turns out that, um, John Oates wants to sell his shares. Yes. He wants to cash out. He wants to be done. Yeah. And, you know, Daryl Hall is not ready to cash out. It certainly doesn't want to deal with a uh, uh, primary wave. Is that? Yeah, the, is I that think that's who it is. Yeah. And I, if I'm not mistaken, Chris, aren't they like pretty much buying up most of the catalogs around? They're one of like three companies that's buying everything. Yeah. There's right. that something rock, black rock or something. Well, black rock. Oh, my God. Well, they're they're the demise of, of the of America, man. That, um, <laughs> as far as like buying up everything and properties mm -hmm. that. That's all part of the uh, you you will own nothing and you'll be happy, yes. you know, Klaus but they, Schwab. But they're definitely buying music. I know that. And then Primary Wave is buying a lot of music, too. But, yeah, I, I did I did hear about this thing with Hall & Oates. And I, it's interesting that that you could be contracted to not leave a partnership. Mm -hmm. That is very unusual to me. And I don't know, and obviously I'm not a lawyer, but it sounds very weird to me that you could tell somebody that they can't leave a business partnership. And that's exactly what it, what it sounds like with Oates. And I get it. I get why. I mean, Daryl Hall, he doesn't want to work with these people. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to have to fight for, not getting one of his songs thrown in an Applebee's commercial or something, you know, right. he doesn't want to do that. And if I read right, he sold part of hall, Daryl hall sold part of his publishing way, 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 way long ago oh. at the time. It seemed like a lot of money, but in the, in the end it was probably like $5 million or something, which oh. for a hall and Oates catalog is shit, but it was like, at the height of their business, they somebody to convince them to sell like a major, a major part of it. This is blowing my mind. So Daryl Hall actually did this thing that he's angry about. And yeah, well, lie. he like, learned his lesson. He learned a lesson. He doesn't want to do something something like that again. Yeah. Now and he probably stuff. doesn't like seeing his songs in commercials now that he doesn't get any money from. You know, oh, definitely that. Definitely that. That's got to make him crazy when he turns on, I don't know, the Super Bowl or something, and he sees an Applebee's commercial with You Make My Dreams Come True playing over it. You know, that's got to make him fucking nuts thinking these guys are they're making how much money off of my song and I don't get shit because I made really pennies on the dollar 30 years ago or something. Mm -hmm. so oats wants to cash out now and oats i mean he's like 70 whatever dude that now right there okay that i immediately went how old are these guys anyways and i and i i daryl hall is like 78 years old or yeah something, he's gonna be and i that blew my mind because he still looks 
very good for his age. Yeah. I mean, he's got, I mean, he puts the sunglasses on. You can see he looks a little weathered a little bit. Yeah. A little rugged, but it's still totally him. And I don't know uh, on Oates. I haven't. I think he still looks pretty he good. He looks too. the same he, as he always did, too. Oates looks like he's had some work done. Yeah, he you probably know, has. But. He has a weird kind of... Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but either way, the fact that he's 75 and you're looking at you know, the lifespan or no. lifespans and stuff, it's like, hey, give me my money. Yeah. Like, let's what, go. I, who am I leaving this for? Give it to me. I want it now. I want yeah. to buy an island and die on it. Thank you very much. And I don't understand holding on to it at this point. I mean... You know, me and Neely did talk about this two weeks ago on the show a little bit, but um, here's what I just don't understand in the in the mix of it. At this point, 2023, Hall and Oates, the odds are probably one in a goddamn gazillion, whatever a gazillion is, one in a Google that they're going to have another hit. Right. They're not going to have another hit. Yeah. So since they're not going to have another hit, sell that shit. It's not like they can't still go out and play it. So if they want to make money, they just go out and play it. Or they could possibly re-record it for a commercial, you know, like some yeah. artist done, like do a different recording of it maybe. But Dude, the band Living Color, you're aware of them, right? Sure. They, they do the theme music for the wrestler, CM Punk. Okay. And... CM Punk, that's been his theme forever, his cult of personality. Well, forever, they haven't really been paid for that because they sold their licensing to that song to Sony. So Sony makes all the money every time CM Punk walks into a venue. They don't make shit. So CM Punk just left AEW and rejoined the WWE. But what did they do on the heels of it? they re-recorded and re-released Cult of Personality so that on this run for CM Punk, they're going to get their max money. Oh, good. You know, and that's, it shouldn't have to be that way, but it is that way. I mean, there should be something to protect artists a little more mm. to getting paid. And I mean, you know, as well as I do, it's in, you know, I'm in the business of, of getting artists paid. And that being said, it's incredibly fucking difficult. And and they want it to be difficult. They don't want to make it easy for you guys. They want you guys to just say, ah, fuck it, who cares? Because right. it expires and then they keep it. Mm -hmm. And that sucks. It's it just it's it's such a shifty, shady business. And you would think on some level that the business side of it would want to take care of those that are generating the money, but they yeah. don't. They don't give a fuck. Sucks. Well, you have to be a good enough artist that you you generate at least enough potential that you could hire people to do it, or that it's of a value to a lawyer at least, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you finally get what you what you deserve, I guess. Some, but and without getting into any names, doing what I do, I am stunned repeatedly at the level, the high level musicians that have sold. I'm going to say between 50 and 150 million records mm -hmm. that don't and have never received what they're supposed to be getting. Yeah. I'm stunned at that, dude. Because well, the older so ones are, don't know how to even go about getting it after a while. Well, that's you it. You have to have an administrator that's supposed to be collecting stuff yeah. if he's doing his job right. And none of them seem to be doing that. It, no. it's, it's really 
It's bizarre to me. It's like, to me, it's like, and again, I'm calculating in my head, but in my head, it's like, well, I'm going to go to work for $20 an hour. You're going to pay me $11 an hour, but I'll just accept not getting that other nine. (laughs) I'm assuming it goes somewhere that I might see, you know, and it's like, I would never do that. Dude, you've worked regular jobs. What's the first thing you do when your check is wrong? You're in there in a minute. Hey, this should have been 300 bucks. It's 260. Where's my 40 bucks? You know, you do that for 40 bucks. When you get these guys that have sold 10 million records or whatever, they're just like, "Ah." you know, no lie. This is a true story. And I will not say who the artist is. Okay. Well, we have an artist signed to our label or to our thing, Starving Artist, Mm -hmm. that has sold something like in his career, he's been on albums that have sold close to 100 million records. And he's a writer, no less. He's also a writer. Mm -hmm. And he, for years, has been accepting checks for under $100 a month. And he thought that was normal. Right. That's that's Eric Ferentino's checks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's <laughs> it's it's shocking that that the industry has fooled everybody into thinking well there's just no money being made. Because there is. There it's really quite buying the those platforms cocaine and hookers uh, and their private jets. Yeah. To, well they uh, think they Epstein blew Island. Through, they think they blew through all their money. And that there's no money being made right now. And that's just crazy because there's 900 um, service providers, Apple Music, YouTube, YouTube Music, Spotify, you know, Sirius XM, you know, all these different places, Pandora. All these places are generating revenue for, for bands, for artists. Nobody's seeing it. And it fucking is crazy. But it is definitely amazing to me that they've done the industry has done such a good job at convincing you guys that well the what you need to do is record another record that'll fix the problem and that's what they always do they convince you well the next record you didn't get anything on this one but on the next one we can see you getting twice as much money you know they always lead with that bullshit and the artists just fall for it and lord knows it makes me crazy not because i'm in the business of it i mean for me it's kind of good because i make money off it but but it makes me crazy because I'm friendly with so many artists and it, it sure. just, it fucking, is it Chris, is it, yeah. you have to do with just a, uh, that no one's actually requested a formal audit in the right, uh, capacity. Um, or do you actually have to threaten a lawyer or like, what, no, what does it take? It ain't that it's people don't, they're not doing the research to understand where their money is. And I'll explain a little of this. I won't get too far into it, but which I'm guilty of this also. Well, I think everybody is. (laughs) All of you guys are told one thing as professional musicians. Tell me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. They tell you, you need to sign up with one of these, what they call pros, uh, you know, a a ASCAP, BMI, sound exchange, whatever. Right. You know, they all so can, they tell you that they say, you got to sign up with one of these guys and they'll collect your money for you. That's what you were told 25 years ago, right? Right. What they don't tell you is read the fucking paperwork because those people only collect 
from these places. Right. But your music is being played in these places. Mm. So anything between here and here is is being collected somewhere, and it ain't getting funneled to you because you haven't hired anybody to go get it. Ugh. Right, which is a pain in the ass. It, it's it a requires pain. T- finding it and going through taking yeah. hours to to research and create logins and. Dude, me right. and Johnny built a business with ten people involved. I mean, it's a business. It's not. Right. It's not me and Johnny fucking around with our, you know, with our off time. It's a right. business that requires a lot of work. I'm not going to say it doesn't. Right. What I'm saying is they never tell you guys that as artists, there's nobody giving you guys as artists, the artistry one one school that says mm-hmm. you got to look for your money all the fucking time. And this is these, those companies are going after like streaming and radio play and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, you know, as, as far as the, uh, hard sales from like, if there's a label involved, then you have like a publishing administrator who's yeah. supposed to be, be the liaison there. And in my case, for the people that maybe didn't hear, I, I had issues collecting as, as a main songwriter on the, on the last Piercy records, yeah. Frontiers records. Uh, I was getting checks from this guy that Steven referred me to. He's like, Oh, you need a publishing administrator. He's, he refers me to this guy, but then soon after he's like, Oh, that guy's terrible. You got to get rid of him. And I'm like, well, <laughs> what? And then I yeah. was like, well, what do I do? He's, I'm like, he's sending me some money. I'm getting some money. This was when smash came out. Right. Uh, but his, 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 um, paperwork just was really goofy looking, you know, right. it just did not look very legit and it just didn't, wasn't mm-hmm. showing how many record sales and stuff like this. The numbers that I know Frontiers gives, I wasn't yeah. getting those. And so that was a red flag. Um, and then when the, the second record came out, uh, View to a Thrill, I didn't get anything from it, from this guy. Yeah. And so it didn't it, sell one record. Not one. Oh, yeah right it sold <laughs> it, it sold the same amount as smash smash yeah. pretty much everybody that bought uh smash bought, bought view to thrill. thrill that's right. the reality mm-hmm. um and i and, and so there's thousands of dollars that i did not get i don't know what happened to that or for frontier still has it so i do want to talk to johnny because i know your starving artist handles a different aspect mm-hmm. to i don't have a, a, a publishing administrator to go after that right now like yeah uh I mean that is something that we're working on because I've had a I've had another artist of relative um substance ask me the mm-hmm. same the same question about could we manage their could we act as a and we're we're in talks about doing just that as okay. you know I don't know where that's all going to get to yet right. but you know cuz there's a lot of legal that gets involved in sure, that sure like licensing involved for well, that such- just a lot of suing there's going to yeah. You know, I, I mean, look, I'm not saying that you would or wouldn't sue Frontiers, right. but I'm saying it could happen that that's how you got to go get your money. Right. And then you got to do the, then you got to do the math. Is it worth the lawsuit Sure. over $6,000, 3000 that you'll give to an attorney and then another, right. another, if they appeal, then another 3000 sure. to where you, you get zero and three years of headaches. And then never work with them again, probably, yes. obviously, when they're one of the forefront of yeah. genre, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which I don't want any problems with them. Yeah. And really, it comes down to just a bad administrator and yeah. who knows what happened now and then whatever relationships I mean, Stephen has. Because, again, I'm not the main artist. I just happen to be sure. uh, collateral damage, if you will. You know, sure. I was just 
the but if there's a law, but if there's a lawsuit, if there's a lawsuit, say, and you turn, let's say Stephen ends ends his career next year. Just throwing that out there. Stephen just says, "Okay, I'm retired now," and you go and you start another band or you jump into another band with so and so. Right. Frontiers may not sign you because your name was on that lawsuit. Oh, definitely. That, yeah, you know, and that sucks. Good. That sucks for you. Lawfare, like warfare, you know, it's yeah. not pretty. And no, I've never, I'm, I've never been at that level. And honestly, this is exactly what I'm, I'm talking about. I always assumed that that's what it was going to come down to. And I go, how much money are we talking about here? I, I do not measure my success uh, as being worthy of, of a lawyer coming in to get my million dollars on mode you know what right I mean? there's like that just didn't happen you know what i mean these were small <laughs> small record deals and in fact they're deals that you know are actually good in steven's favor in the sense mm-hmm. that he gets those records back right so in the future i you know i could just take my you know take this as a learning lesson and um i think the reason why i was going to you guys is because i think there's a time limit running out to even collect yeah. on it you know what mm-hmm. i mean so i'm like hey can you get some of this view to throw money while we can i'm sure they'll probably just give it to us they they probably were just holding on to it. They don't know where to send it. You know what I mean? Or, or whatever. I don't have a, a direct connection because that was Steven's deal. Sure. This is probably business. I shouldn't even put out there, but <laughs> you know what I mean? It says it. I'm not really saying anything. If anything, no. I'm, I'm pointing the finger at the administrator that I had. Yeah. You know, that's pretty clear to you, right? That yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, and we're not, and we're not getting yeah. into the nitty gritty of it at all. We're just, no, kinda, not at all. No, I mean, just I'm talking just, on I, a I thousand Crappy publishing administrator, and that's who this problem is. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, mm-hmm. I and this part of the bigger problem is right. that you I know would love to work frontiers. But the, the the part the biggest problem is is going back to you guys getting what you're supposed to be getting is there's nobody that's ever set it up and told you who to who to go to. Right. It's always it's always been in the as long as I've been in this business, as long as you've been in this business. Well, there's a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy. It's right. never been like, you know who you go to? ABC Publishing. They're the biggest and the best and they get you everything. There's there's not one of those there's not one of those companies like like if you needed representation, like if you were an actor and you needed representation, you go to creative artists. You know they're successful. You know they'll do right by you. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? There's not really that organization for musicians. There just never has been. It just it just has never it's never been there, but hopefully it's starving artists. <laughs> That's right. No, I I I hope this it looks sounds like it's working like it's supposed to. Like Yeah, uh, we're getting there. In a row. Yeah, we're we're getting everybody organized and stuff. It's a it's another headache in my life, to say the least, but um, it's a good headache. It's it's one I don't mind taking aspirin to deal with every day. So, Well, it won't, well once you have your – most of the work, it sounds like, has been done. Like, once you're on yeah. top of it, then it's not mm-hmm. going to be as a big yeah, well, deal once you're do- yeah, once you add do a few the- songs a week. Yeah, that's that's nothing. It's just getting it getting it built and finding the new customers and whatnot is the, the big thing. But it's happening, but – all right, man. Let's get the fuck out of here. Um, where are you going to be? Well, uh, we got the two gigs, um, uh, one in Kentucky and one in Ohio. And I'm sorry I don't have my thing in front of me to tell you the exact location. But as you can see here, uh, officialstephenpiercy.com. That's right. 
for all your Stephen Piercy concert needs. That's right. And again, the uh, whiskey show is on the 30th, 29th? What's 29th. September 29th. 29th. Tickets are, are going quick for that. Um, yeah. Out of the cellar in its entirety. Possibly one of the last whiskey shows. Maybe the last time that the Stephen Piercy band's going to play the whiskey. Yeah. And honest. I would imagine with that, there'll be some some celebrity guests, at least in the audience, if not doing more than that. But I would imagine yeah. there, there'll be some of um, some of the old guard will be out to see that. No. <laughs> yeah. There's always uh, there's always some some notable people that show up to the whiskey shows to be right sure. on. All right. Well, and with that being said, you, you all know where I'll be in front of a camera in front of some stupid show, whether it's, whether it's this one or whether it's Seth Williams on Monday and Wednesday, or whether it's CMS on, um, on Saturday, yeah, we're running out of shows this year too, dude. We got mm-hmm. what? Two more, this one and okay. two more. And that's it. Because then the the next two are Christmas Day and New Year's Day. We'll expect me to turn up the Christmas as we get uh, there. We go. (laughs) It'll it'll be stoic Santa. (laughs) That's right. Maybe a few surprise visits from some of our friends. And and if if I'm did I hear right from uh, Stoic Steve? He did a photo shoot. I received the photos. Um, there is um there is it it's almost there. I just haven't uh finalized yet but there is new merch for chris aiken presents coming soon with Mm. stoic steve with that other asshole sugar smack (laughs) wow and probably some with me and you so nice and i should add too that um today i think i'm going to be finalizing it but i finally got in touch with uh the pick guy nice uh, where i'm going to have a cool uh package of eric ferentino's picks because uh, people have been asking me for years for that stuff, and I'm always like, "Get away from me!" It's like <laughs> it's so annoying. But uh, anyways, I joking, of course. But uh, I am going to make a cool collect collectors uh, little thing that 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 won't break the bank. I think it's going to nice. be going for around twenty bucks. Nice, and that's nice. It's got six six picks in there, and it's uh, the packaging is going to be pretty dope. And I'm, I'm going to finalize that today, and hopefully, we'll have that at the whiskey. Very good, man. Well, it looks like a lot of good stuff coming, a lot of merch, a lot of show stuff, a lot of stuff. So we will leave it here until next week. So for uh, Chris Aiken Presents, I, of course, am Chris Aiken. I'm Eric Ferentinos. And we will see you next week. See ya. What's going on, everybody? Chris Aiken here from every show you've ever watched in your entire life. And I'm here to talk about every book that you should be reading in your entire life, including this one. Call Me Chris. It is my second my second serious book that I ever did. It is about my burn accident and my time getting through that. It's a, it's a real uh, page turner. <laughs> it's, it's not the happiest read in the world, I will tell you that. It definitely deals with a lot of the anger and fear and all the other shit that I was going through at the time but it is a cool book and if you like the survivor story type stuff um, this is the book for you because I definitely tell in detail what happened to me and how I got through it 
So check it out. Call Me Chris, available now at chrisaiken.net or on Amazon. Just look up Call Me Chris and my last name, or else you'll find 15 other ones. But if you look up Call Me Chris and Chris Aiken, you will find it, all right? Call Me Chris. It's a great book. Get it today.